Hi, and welcome to Wasted Takes episode 115. 115 being the song that plays in Black Ops Zombies, Kinder Toten, the level. Bet you didn't know that. It's called 115. Um, I'm Trey, joined as always by Dylan and Cam. Tucker is not here yet. He will be joining us shortly. He just had a big restaurant opening this week, Patrick's Pub, Pub in Pittsfield. Check it out uh, if you haven't. Under new management. It's going to be great. So he's been working like a busy bee, but he will be joining us. And we didn't want, we're, we're already recording at 10 p.m. So we didn't want to be here until one in the morning. So we're going to get started without him. Um, let's jump into winners and losers. Winner for me, a huge winner. Brady 100% bluffed his retirement to try to get traded. I nailed that take. That was a perfect take for me. So I'm going to claim a big win there. That's a potential take of the year candidate for me, I believe. Um, in loser news, Cameron, the lockout was canceled in the MLB. Turns out we're not going to miss any games. So Red's probably not going to win the World Series. Yeah, it's funny, actually, because I've been seeing Red's news, and they're having a terrible offseason. And I don't know who they traded. I just have a person on Twitter that's a Reds fan. He retweets stuff. And Reds fans are not happy. Yeah, I saw and something with Mike Moustakis going on with the Reds. Yeah, I don't know specifics, but I think as soon as the lockout ended, Reds just went downhill. And, you know, that, that's the way it goes. They needed the lockout. I'm still behind my take because the lockout was a thing, at least for a little bit. They missed a little bit of uh, pitchers and catchers. So we'll see what happens. Um, I can't find anything uh, crazy about him. There was something I saw. Carabas tweeted. He was oh, like, Je- "Jesse Winker got traded to the Mariners." Well, I saw their like best player. I saw one thing. Carabas was like, "I went from being like I'm going to the Reds opening day to then free Mike Mustakas." So something's going on with the Reds. That's not great. Um, but uh, anybody else have any other winners or losers to start the show? Um, no, I don't. I don't think anything. Yeah, there definitely was. I just can't remember. Winner definitely. Those um, Tucker for the opening of the restaurant. Tucker and John McNinch, one of our faithful listeners. Yeah. So big winner there. Um, our listeners really got to hold us to a better standard. You know, they got to get on Twitter and tell us what we get wrong. Um, because we can't keep track of it. We are spitting out so many takes here. Um, in terms of our point, we have a winner, and it's going to be Cam for the second week in, week in a row, claiming that the Broncos are going to win less games than the Seahawks. So the Seahawks will win more games than the Broncos next year after the Russell Wilson trade. I was listening back to the episode to get the takes, and I, I really don't see how I was the only one that was like, no, that's not going to happen, because it doesn't make any sense for it not to happen. I mean, the Seahawks are obviously a worse team, and they're in a tough division, just like the Broncos are. But Cam, your point, so congratulations. Yeah, it's funny. I made that take, and then I think probably 20 minutes later in the episode, Bobby Wagner gone. Yeah. We'll touch on him a little bit later, too. But I'm sticking with it. Yeah, I mean, it's a winner. Um, uh, Loser was me and Dylan for our takes. People didn't like those, apparently. So, uh, Dylan, I thought you were going to win. I thought the hockey crowd was going to come out and be like, yep, Swayman's the man, but guess not. I like my take. He hasn't lost since I said it. All right. Um, let's jump into Wasted Takes, I guess. Um, I'll lead it off. 
Uh, I have a take. Now, it's not an, an incredibly ballsy take or risky take or anything like that, but there is a little bit more thought to it than you're going to think originally. So, obviously, Tom Brady came back. Um, Tom Brady came back. I told you he was going to multiple times on this podcast, but he came back. He's coming back with the Bucks, so something must have been worked out with the Glazers. We'll cover that later. Um, but one thing I noticed on Twitter was since 2014, since the Seahawks – Super Bowl against the Patriots, where Malcolm Butler made the interception. Tom Brady has won every other Super Bowl. So 2014, he beat the Seahawks. 2016, he beat the Hawks. I mean, the Falcons, excuse me. Um, In 2018, he beat the Rams. In 2020, he beat the Chiefs. Last year, he did not win the Super Bowl. Well, guess what, boys? The Buccaneers are going to win the Super Bowl. Not only because I told you I will never pick against Tom Brady as long as he's in the league. I will pick him to win the Super Bowl every year. So you can look forward to that when we do our preview. Um, oh, I have another loser, by the way. Me saying the Bucks are going to be terrible. That's clearly not going to happen. Um, but, yep, so since he wins every other year, they are going. They are due for a Super Bowl this year. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers will win the Super Bowl in 2022. I'm the first person making my Super Bowl prediction. Um, all right. Reaction. I, I don't necessarily disagree. Um, I think the biggest benefit is the fact that that division is first or second worst in the league right now. I'll say second worst behind the AFC South. Um, so I think it's a cakewalk for the division, and they're bringing people back. Um, so I think the playoffs are – an easy, it's a shoo-in. Um, and then the fact that they're in the NFC and it's the AFC that's really got all the talent now. Um, I kind of, I kind of agree. I, I wouldn't be surprised is my, is my reaction. So if it happens, I won't say, Oh my God, I can't believe it. If it doesn't happen, I won't be too surprised anyway. But, uh, yeah, I mean, the script's written. What about him winning every other year? I think there's an end to that. Yeah, that's a very that's a very good um, very good research. I don't know, you probably saw it on a Twitter post. I think I did. I did. Um, yeah. Um, yeah, I, I make these things all the time, right? So the lockout, the Reds won the World Series, both lockouts. So I love it. I love the fact that you related to something. So I'm on board. I don't want them to win. but Oh, I uh, do not want them to win. <laughs> yeah, no, absolutely not. But I do like the take. Uh, All righty. Dill. Um, yeah, I am. I agree more so because of the uh, every other year uh, thing. Uh, we've bring it back to the San Francisco Giants. They did this, same thing, 2010, 2012, 2014. That was three years or three championships, and this will be Brady's fourth. Um, Fifth. 14, 16. 14, 16, 18, 20, 22. Six. My bad. I I mean, fifth. I had four. Never mind, it's five. So my big worry was that the only other one I know went three championships long, so I was kind of wary because I was like, I don't know, maybe there's no one can reach four, but Did we lose Dylan? Hello? 
Can you? Uh, did you just uh, stop there? Now. Yeah, I hear you. Ah, uh, yeah. I didn't stop talking. Oh well, it stopped on my computer. Oh, okay. So I, I'm because Brady's already done it four times. I'm thinking, why can't he do it again? So uh, let's go. Tom Brady's win a championship 2022. I'll be interested. And like Cam said, they're pretty much a shoe in for the oh, playoffs. Yeah, easily. Yeah. So you know, something can will them past the team. You know, they're going to be consistent uh, like they have been, and if they can get a little lucky like they did two years ago to even just make the the final, and then maybe win a game, you know. So it's not out of the realm of possibility by any means. So. It's a bit of a soft take, but I think the, the two years, basing it on the two years. I'm not basing it on what they've done recently. I'm not basing it on the roster. I'm basing it on the simple fact that every other year, for almost 10 years now, Brady has won a Super Bowl. Um, all right, let us move on. Who wants to go next, Cam or Dylan? I'll go, I guess. Um, I haven't had a lot of baseball takes as of late. For me, uh, but I'm going to talk about the Red Sox real quick. Sox, um, obviously, we all know season is going to happen. We'll talk about it in a little bit. Um, the Sox haven't made any sort of deals yet. Um, they're also not, you know, spending as like they don't have a huge uh, spending uh, this past couple seasons especially this year coming up so um yesterday it was announced that they are now in the running for uh freddie freeman and i've been a huge freddie freeman fan and i've heard him say that he uh or i've heard of reports of him saying that he would you cut out again bill and um, did I lose? Yeah, you cut out right when you say when you said that he would play. Can you hear me now? Yep. Okay, sorry. I don't know what's happening. Um, so the Sox have been interested in him in years past, and I think now is a better time than ever. Um, I say the Sox sign Rizzo or Jesus. The Sox sign um, Freeman, and it's going to be. The only way I'm going to get this right is if I get the year and salary right, plus or minus $10 million. So I'm going six-year, $206 million. All right. Well, I certainly can't speak to the numbers because I don't know baseball numbers that well in terms of contracts. It seems like everything is for plus five years, plus $200 million. So. Um, I certainly would like it. Um, he's a great player. Um, they have had weaknesses at first for multiple years now. Um, so I'm all for it. I'm really rooting for it. Uh, plus, he's the funniest guy in baseball, as uh, reported by Dylan Benham about two years ago now. Um, so I certainly would love to have him. The only concerns I have are they have two first basemen coming up through the system. You've got Bobby Dahlback, who's always already kind of established himself as an MLB player. He's going to be playing on the, you know, he's going to be on the squad full time for the foreseeable future until they probably deal him. And then they've got Tristan Cassis in the, uh, in the farm system, who's supposed to be a stud. So do you worry about Freeman taking up the spot of one of those guys? I wouldn't be too sad to part ways with uh, Dahlback. 
Dahlbeck, whatever the frig his name is. Um, wouldn't be too sad to see him go. I think he's a decent player, but then again, he's pretty young. Haven't seen too much. He probably will end up just a normal guy. Um, and then Cassis coming up. I don't know what you do. I guess the plan is to have JD here for a few more years till he retires. He made it obvious he wants to retire in Boston. Um, and then you uh, have him DH. He retires. Freddie moves to DH. Cassis uh, moves to first. So I'd say you absolutely go for it. Um, this team needs a first baseman. They have for a long time. You've got one of the, if not the best first baseman in the league available and interested in signing. I do worry about the other teams involved. The Rays, I guess, are making a very, very serious push. And I would hate that because I do not want him in division. Uh, the Yankees are already out of it because they're a poverty franchise. But I'm all for it. I hope he does. Uh, Cam. Yeah, like you said, um, I saw the Yankees were in it for a second. They're pretty much in everything. Um, they're now out. The Blue Jays are also out. So it's the Sox, the Rays, and the Dodgers. I would hate for him to go to the Red Sox. I would hate for him to go to the Rays. I kind of hate him to go to the Dodgers, too, because the Dodgers are kind of turning in. Yeah, I hate the to Dodgers. The, to, to the Yankees of the mid and early, mid-2000s early 2000. I guess we still do it all the time. <laughs> We're finally losing money. But the Dodgers are also just paying people like crazy. Um, but I'm a, we're a Freddie Freeman podcast. As a whole. And if he goes to the Red Sox, it's just going to be tough for me. Um, I love the guy as a person, but I don't, I don't know how, how I'll feel about it. I, I hope he goes to the Dodgers just so he's not in the division. And honestly, I think he probably will go there just because they'll probably pay the most. And that being said, I think the Rays are kind of in win-now mode just because of how far they've gone the past couple of years. So I think they might do a, a Rams situation where they just kind of go all in for this one guy, and they're like, we're going to win it. I think the Red Sox are kind of in last place out of these three, to be honest. Um, but I love the guy. really hope he doesn't go to the Sox. Now, I'm, I'm going to make an adjustment. I was way too high on my on my number. I'm going, I'm bringing it down. Uh, six years, 150. Is the, you is think the that'll get it done? Um, yes, I do. Because he was offered, he was offered 140 um, from reportedly from the Braves, and the Matt Olson signing was eight years, about 21 million a year, and this would put Freeman at 25 a year. Keep in mind, JD makes 20. Yeah. Um, so, Cam, to the your- thing is, sorry, but the thing is, is this makes sense for the Red Sox because they don't have. A first baseman. They've been wanting a great first baseman for years now. Um, they have the money for this. The guy has shown interest before. We haven't made any other moves this season. We haven't signed Schwarber, our first baseman from like the last third of the season last year. Um, and I would, I feel like the. Uh, the aim, the Dodgers can't be doing this as much anymore. I feel like they're they're spending too much money at this point. Um, so 
and the, then the uh, Rays don't have enough money to, to do this. So my thoughts are, to Cam's point of having to see a player you like go to your rival team, your arch rival, and having to kind of cut ties, it's like me with Rizzo last year. Like, I wanted Rizzo back in Boston so bad, um, and then he went to New York, and I had to be like, okay, now I can't root for this guy, and I always liked Rizzo a lot. Um, so I feel your pain, Cam. I don't think the Red Sox are in last. I'm not ready to say they're in first. But I think he has – I Dylan Nate brought up the point that there was interest from him in the past. I remember hearing that a couple of years ago that there was interest from him. So I think he would like to come here. I think the money just has to be right. Um, and I hope they can get him for cheaper than 250 If you're saying 250 150 Yeah, you said 250 originally. That, no, I guess. One, one oh, 106 or 206 is what I said. Oh, okay. 206. Okay. Well, yeah, I mean, I hope so. Um, all right, Cam, you got to take? Yeah, wait, real quick. Rizzo, was was he ever in, he was in Boston? He was, a, a, a very he came young. came up in the farm system. Yeah, farm system. I don't think he okay. ever played for the Sox, did he, Dill? Yeah, that's, no. I don't, I don't think he played a major league game for the Red Sox. Yeah, but, but there is a was, picture of like him in a Red Sox uniform that I would always look at when he was, you know, when he, and be like, I wish this guy was still here. Especially with the lack of first base talent we've had since forever. All right. Well, I got my take. Um, football news. I'm really hoping we hear about Deshaun Watson during the pod. They said that it could come out today. Don't think it will, but mine is Deshaun Watson-esque. Um, I was thinking about it for a while. I was talking to one of my buddies about it, and he was like saying that even now in this league, after he missed a year, he's still a top five quarterback. And I thought about it for a while. There's a lot of talent in the league, and missing a year, not even because of injury, just because you couldn't play, has to have some sort of toll on you. And I'm kind of, I'm out on Watson. I'm out on. Him. I wow. I don't want him. I don't think that he's going to be the same guy and I'm going to go as far as to say, however you want to define it, that Deshaun Watson is not going to be a top 20 quarterback. Wow. This year. 20, huh? I was going to say 15, but you know, I like my takes wasted. I don't think he's going to, if you think about it right now, it looks like he's going to either the Panthers, the Seahawks or the Browns. And, out of all of those rosters, I know I said the Seahawks are going to have a better record than the Broncos. I hope he doesn't go there. Um, out of all those rosters, I just don't see a ton of talent. The Browns are getting rid of Landry. They're getting rid of their They got stars. Cooper. They got Cooper, sure, but it's a first-year kind of thing um, in a pretty good division. And I I don't know. I'm out of Deshaun Watson. It has nothing to do with whether I thought he deserved to beat the Cases or not. Um I just, I just don't think he's going to come back the same guy. He's been through some turmoil, and I really just don't think he's going to be what he used to be. So I'm going to say that. And we can discuss in a year from now what defines a top 20 quarterback. But if I'm a little close, I'll take it as a W. I don't think he's going to be that good. Interesting. Um, I think top What's 20 the- is a little low. For, for this take. I understand you want to make the waste of takes and I appreciate it. And that's what the show is about. So I'm not going to give you a hard time. I do think that he will take a step back. 
because of missing a year. I do agree that even if you don't miss because of injury, you're still not, you know, seeing the game and you're not, you know, adjusting to the game as as much. And it's a year older, no matter how young you are, you're still a year older. Yes, it can be good that you're kind of resting your body for a year. But then again, when you come back, that contact's going to feel really foreign. So I do think he'll be take a step back. I don't think it'll be much. I think he'll still be a top 10 quarterback, maybe even top five. I think if he goes to the Browns, they instantly become a contender. I don't think the other two teams will be a contender with him. But I think the Browns would be the best spot for him if he wants to win. Um, they just got Cooper. They still have a talented roster. Tucker's been talking about on this podcast for years now how this is the Browns breakout year. Will they win the Super Bowl? Probably not because it's the Browns. But um, I do think that they could be a serious contender right now with Deshaun Watson. So I don't think he's going to take too much of a step back. I still think he'll be a very good quarterback. Dill? What's the chatter uh, outside of the Browns? Panthers, Seahawks. Those are the teams that. Oh, Saints too. Saints met with them too. Because I was yeah. hearing, I was hearing a lot from the Panthers. Yeah, the Panthers uh, are really I think the Panthers are probably the top, top gun, especially before Brady announced it. I think that would have been a shoe in. Um, now it's gotten a little bit dicey. I don't think he goes to the AFC. I think his best shot is to go to the Panthers because I still think they're a talented roster. McCaffrey. McCaffrey stays healthy. They still have DJ Moore. Is Robbie Anderson still there? Yes. He might be a free agent right now, though. He is a, he's a free agent right now, I believe. I don't know. Panthers are, are getting rid of a lot of people. So Perhaps you should pick them up. Those are the, those are the top They're rumored to. Um, so, I'm so why, sorry. Why are we talking about the Browns? And true honor, wasted takes. So I was getting drafted here. Um, because the Browns, he's talking to the Browns, and the Browns are letting go of Baker Mayfield regardless. So, okay. Um, but the take is regardless of where he goes, he'll be. Yes. Okay. Um, I Just think it is. To be clear, the, the Browns aren't getting rid of Baker. I heard I heard that they were. I heard that they were going to part ways with him no matter what happens. He, he asked for a trade is what I heard. Yeah, I think he did, but they didn't say they were releasing him. I think he, they said that, well, as soon as they said that they were going to interview Deshaun, they kind of told him that, they were looking to either move on or just get somebody else in the mix, but they didn't release it. No, yeah, he's still a Brown, but I don't think he's going to. I think he wants out now because he's like, well, I've been loyal to you, so why shouldn't you, like, why should I put up with this? Right. Um, So, uh, 20, 20th, uh, not break the top 20. That is a little low. I see where Cam's coming from. Um, but honestly, I could see it happening too. There's definitely a scenario where I could see Deshaun being a shell of himself on whatever team he's on, um, for all the factors that Trey, you mentioned. Um, because I feel like we've seen similar cases before. Nothing's really coming to my mind, but it doesn't really seem to benefit anybody when you take time off, unless you're an absolute animal. Of a of an athlete like top, like Michael Jordan did it. <laughs> so um, I don't know. Uh, with everything that's going around him uh, in the media, that and I like the reception of the fans and the players to the whole situation and him on the team. I think that's going to be a tough dynamic, regardless of where he goes. And I could see his play dwindling. Um, 
from what it used to be because of just, you know, locker room effects. Um, so I could get on board, Cam. I think in, in ways to takes fashion, um, going a little further than what you planned is great. So I'm going to, I'm going to take the initiative with you. I'm going to agree. I can't wait. Well, I can't wait for him to have one bad game and we can all just pile on him and agree with Cam State. It's going to be so fun. Realistically, though, you know, if he was on, like, his years over, his years on, um, text on the Texans, um, they, they, I mean, he was pretty good, but they were pretty bad. You know, like, we always talk about how good he oh. is, but, how great is he as a winner anyway? Like, put him on a team that's even worse than the Texans when he was there, and they might be really bad. I mean, I yeah, mean, he's not does not have the winning gene. I would disagree. I think 100% does because the Texans are just a poverty franchise. Well, you just and, hate the Texans. Oh, I do, 100%. For no reason. <laughs> uh, whatever. Um, what was the guy that Oh, I was just going to say that I am a two-time Wasted Take of the Year winner for a reason, and I go above and beyond. Yeah, I mean, so realistically, like, don't say, like, realistically, it is, um, you're thinking of the guys you're putting him behind. You're putting him behind Kirk Cousins, Mac Jones, um, those type of guys, those middler, you know, we don't know what they are, blah, 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 guys. So that's kind of where I have the problem. What was that noise? How are we doing? Oh, it was Tucker joining. That's what that noise was. Welcome, Tucker. Welcome. You're just in time. We're just wrapping up Cam's waste to take. Um, what was it? Cam, you want to you tell him? Yeah, I, uh, I said that I'm out on Deshaun Watson. Um, he's either going to go to the Panthers, Seahawks, or Browns at this point, and I'm completely out on him. I think he's not even going to be a top twenty quarterback this year. Top twenty? Whoa, that's aggressive. I like it. I mean, I don't like. He was probably too busy trying to find masseuses that uh, won't <laughs> sue him now. So I think that probably with all the lawsuits and all that, he probably didn't have much time to practice football. I can see him being now probably the longest time he hasn't played football. Higher life, yeah. Tucker I think hot. he's gonna have an off year. I don't think he's out in general, but I think this year is gonna be bad for him. I Wait. think he's gonna. I could see him being bottom ten this year. So, Comeback to player put it into, year twenty twenty three. To put it into Trey's perspective, when he was naming guys, I got a list here. Um, that means that he'd have to be worse than Wentz, Matt yeah. Ryan, okay, and Jimmy G. Jimmy G's, Jimmy G's good, Jimmy so... Jimmy a playoff quarterback. Yeah. And, and, and Baker, you're putting them below those guys. I mean, everybody else above that is definitely above that. So he's got to be uh, worse than those, those guys. Mac, I can Kirk. see it. Uh, all right. But, uh... No, I like it. And then, uh... My take was that the Bucks are going to win the Super Bowl because Brady has won it every other year Fuck since off. 2014. Um, and Dylan's take was Red Sox are going to sign Freddie Freeman. Six years, 150 on the dot. If I don't get it right, I lose. <laughs> All right, Dylan. All I right. love the baseball take. So that leads us right into you, Tucker. We talked about the uh, restaurant a little bit. Hope hope it went well. It. Hope it went well. Um, 
wasted take time for you. What what do you got? Well, I got one. I've been listening to a lot of college basketball podcasts, trying to find out the inside scoop, what's important for college basketball. I think one of the most important things I've heard this podcast, I've on my podcast I've listened to about finding an upset team is experience, guys that can handle the pressure. And you need older guys on the team. You need a few uh, good names and then guys that are, you know, just older, experienced, competitive. And so off of that, I'm saying UVM's making the Sweet 16. Yep. And if any of you disagree with me, you're scumbags. Uh, 100% agree. Uh, I think it's a guarantee right now that they beat Arkansas. Um, I think there's... Yeah, Arkansas is no doubt. Yeah, there's no question there, so that's a lock. Then you get UConn, and I mean, you know, UConn hasn't been good since Kemba left. So um, I 100% believe that they can make a run. Um, I know by looking into my friend Bailey Patella's eyes that he he has the drive and the will to push that team where they've never gone before. And uh, I think he's going to put them on their put them on his back and, and walk honestly to the Sweet 16. I don't think it'll even be a challenge. Cam. Yeah, it's a hundred percent agree. I have them in my Sweet 16 um, right now. As does Lindsay's bracket. Speaking of that, Tucker, you got to make one, and so does your mother. I sent it um, to my mom, so she'll have it in. She texted me tonight asking me what time she's ever bracket in. This. On the surface, sounds like a wasted take, but I was talking to one of my friends from work. I think it's kind of soft, to be honest. I think it's soft. I think I was like thinking about saying Elite Eight. Gonna win. Gonna win for sure. Um, but I was talking to one of my friends from work, and we were going through our bracket. He doesn't know who Bailey is, doesn't have a connection. Also has Vermont in the Sweet 16. And I was like, yeah, obviously. Thought it was a big deal. Um, so I do think it's a little bit soft, especially our standing uh, with one of our buddies. But obviously, I agree with it. I think the uh, the the podcasts that don't have the connections we do call this like a hard hitting take, like a hot take. But I think you know, knowing what we know, it's it's pretty soft. Uh, Dill. Um. Yeah. I mean, I love the take. I mean, it's definitely wasted. Um. In a good way. So, oh, all this talk, I might have to think about it. Um, I currently have them beating Arkansas, um, but I don't know. I, I feel for Bailey. I, you know, I'm not trying to say that I've ever been in his shoes, but um, with my stupid little baseball team in D3, we were always like the last team in, maybe a little bit better than the last team in, in our tournament. Coming from coming from Vermont, nobody ever counted us at anything, and we won once. We we made it every year, and we only won one game. So I don't think Bailey's been on the team um, for as long as Bailey's been on the team. I don't think they've won a game, but you always got to win one. And, and uh, this year's the year, and I, I'm going to say they win against Arkansas. Alrighty, that's wasted takes. Um, let's move on to our segments. Um, we're cutting this guys tonight. We've got a long show, so just be aware of that. All right. Um, first thing, Brady, obviously coming back. I am 0% surprised. Um, so I, like I said in the beginning of the show, I nailed this take that this was a bluff. It has been basically proven now that he was trying to go to Miami. 
and the Brian Flores suit kind of screwed that. Um, it's something happened. So this either went one of two ways. Brady was out at the soccer game with the Glazers soccer team. I don't know the name of it because soccer is a stupid sport and I don't pay attention to it. Um, the Glazers own a soccer team. He was there. He met with them. And one of two things happened. Either they took the hard line and said, you're not, we're not trading you. So it's either you play for us or you retire. So make your choice. Or Brady said, listen, I want to come back. Can we get rid of Arians? And they said, okay, we'll either A, get rid of him or B, he'll have literally no control. I tend to think it's the first one because Arians is still there. Um, and they handled it perfectly, the Bucks, which is shocking to me. I hate this poverty franchise. I think they're useless. I think they're going to go back to the dregs of the league when he's gone. But they handled it exactly how New England should have. They should have said, New England should have said, we're not going to give you your uh, opt out. You're going to play for us or you're going to retire. They could have given him assurances saying, blah, blah, blah. We'll be nicer to you. Bill won't give you a hard time. But he should have never gone to this team. And the fact that he's staying there to me is a miracle, basically. And I, um, I can't believe it. But... It's just, I, I was right. He wanted out and he's kind of an a-hole. Tucker, you talked about a couple weeks ago, um, really wanting, you know, knowing who you signed with Watson, knowing who you signed with and sticking to that. Um, he knew what he was getting into and he hates it after two years and wants to leave. To me, this stains his legacy. I know it stains it in my eyes. It's just Brett Favre all over again. It's me, me, me. It's all about me. The show's about me. And he never struck me as that guy. And I think this is a bad look for him. Um, and it's going to be annoying when he retires again. And to all those Patriot fans that ran down to him, blah, blah, blah. I love him so much. Wah, 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 wah. Let me, let me kiss him on the mouth like his son. Just remember how he treated you when he retired. And guess what? He's going to have another chance to do that to you and, and forget you. So I, I hate it and I'm pissed and I was really happy. My life was starting to get better. And this week has just been miserable. Uh, Tucker Brady back. What do you think? Can't really hear you if you're talking. Cam. Um, yeah, no, I mean, didn't he, like, mention, did he ever mention about, like, his kids and, like, wanting to spend more time with his kids or something? Yeah, he did. Yeah, he did. He spent yeah, six weeks with them. he doesn't love his kids, but he spent, like, a week with his kids. He's like, you know what? Over hunting. Like, I think the guy, like, you know, went home, like, you know, made lunches for his kids one day, like, fuck this. I'm going to play football again and not have to deal with all this, like, parent stuff. I would divorce like, him if I was Giselle. I'd divorce him. Yeah. I mean, that'd probably be for the best of them. I'm an anti-Giselle guy. Tom Brady could do better. I think he's just in it for the money with it. But, uh, that's besides the point. Um, I am, I think this is not great for Brady, like, doing the whole retirement tour and that immediately being like, you know what, never mind. Like, not feeling it. Because I don't think he, no one was asking to retire, no one was questioning, like, does Brady have anything left in the tank? It just feels weird that he would ever even try to retire if he's going to come back. Like, I understand he was trying to do something else and it didn't work out. But lock into something else before you do this. If your plan is to sign with the Dolphins, make sure that's set in stone before you do it. You're Tom fucking Brady. Like, he 100% went to the... In a line before you just say, like, I'm done playing football. 
it's just not a good look for the GOAT, like, to do something like this, you know? Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I guess Jordan did it, too, twice. Yeah, but he didn't uh, fake retire. Time. He really retired. Like, he really well, retired. No, he, well, no, that's just because of his gambling debts. Well, that's the conspiracy back. theory. No, no, like, Jordan was a scumbag. That's fine. Like, great basketball player, scumbag. I mean, maybe Brady had some debts. <laughs> you know, maybe he needed to hit that, like, Brady to retire uh, maybe he had a bookie. He's like, tell you what, like, bet on me to retire right now, and I'll it'll pay off my gambling debts. You never know. But um, yeah. So Tom Brady, you know, like, I guess cool that you come back, but it kind of sucks because I finally came back around and been like, you know what, like, what a legacy, what a legend. Good for him. I'm happy for him. And now I have to go back to hating, which sucks. He 100% went to the Glazers and said, trade me or I'm retiring. And they said, fine, retire. I don't care. Um, Cam, your thoughts? Yeah, I'll start off by saying that I said in the chat as soon as he announced he was coming back, and you said this too, Trey, um, Arians played this perfectly. He let him retire. He said, all right, bye. And he did not bid on any of the many quarterbacks that were available. Didn't show any interest, showed complete faith in either drafting a guy or having hopes that Brady would come back. And I think that's kind of what Brady didn't want. Exactly, Cam. Exactly. And here's a, here's a crazy one for you. I think his family knew about it because usually when people retire, for example, I saw a video of Andrew Whitworth, the tackle old guy for the Rams and there was a recording right after the Super Bowl of him telling his family like this is my last game I'm done never see that with Tom Brady I think he let his family in on it oh yeah at least just help, saying look if I have to retire I'm gonna say I'm gonna retire if I end up retiring I retire but this is what I'm trying to do I'm trying to to bluff it like exactly what you said Trey and I think he let her in on it, and he he kind of got outplayed because they didn't do anything to yep. replace him, and he also didn't really put himself out there saying like, "Hey, I'll come out of retirement if you guys, you know, want me to." So I think Trey, you were you were spot on with that take. I agree, take of the year type business. Um. Yeah, that's pretty much all you have for it. Yeah, no, Cam, you're 100% right. His plan was for them to panic and go under the Sean Watson or Aaron Rodgers race and come out with that. And I would have loved to have been in the room when they were just like, no, retire. We don't care. Go. We're not going to get anybody else. We'll go with what we have. Retire. Have fun sitting at home with your miserable kids kissing you on the mouth all the time. Would have loved to see that. Those annoying pissant kids of his. (laughs) Okay. Uh, Dell, what do you think? Um, yeah, I mean, I'm really not too, too surprised. Um, when I heard he was coming back, uh, it was actually my dad who texted me. And he always said it was Brady's back. And I was like, like, Patriots for like a day contract? <laughs> then I had to look it up and know that is not the case. Um, but not, not too surprised, I think. Um, it's one of those cases of the guy's just not done yet. I think he he's been saying forever um, not to ride his 
um, Johnson too hard, but he's been saying forever that, you know, he wants to play uh, till he's, what, 50? 45. And 45. he's not 45 yet. So that was flag, red flag number one. And, uh, you know, there's no doubt he can still play. He's still performing. I don't think anybody is, I don't think he's really, you know, gone downhill with any substantial amount that where he was just like, all right, guy, time to, time to retire. Um, you're not seeing a lot of that. So he definitely could still play. I think he knows that. And he's like, I just can't walk away until I really can't play anymore. I think he realized that after not too long. Um, but he definitely, I think, played into the whole, this is me, you know, like kind of trying to make himself bigger than football um, type of a scheme. I think Arians played it right, too. Um, I think he, he kind of knew. Um, maybe I like Cam stakes, no, saying that the, the family knew, I think that would be electric, a whole family scheme in on it. Um, wait for the documentaries to come out. They were probably buying tickets to Miami. They probably had their houses picked out in Miami already. So, um, I, I, I think we can go into it another time. I might say before waiting to take, um, so I'm not going to even bring it up, but, uh, Brady's changed. Over the years, for sure, like Trey said. Yeah, yeah. I it, I might have to become a Bruce Arians fan because clearly Tom hates him. So I might have to root for him to, to win these battles. Um, all right. Oh, yeah, no, never mind. All right, let's move on. NFL free agency. Obviously, a lot of news. We're going to try to keep it as brief as we can here. Um, just want to cover the big, big signings. So there's been a ton. Um, obviously, you have J.C. Jackson leaving the Patriots. Um, for a mega deal with the Chargers, you have Von Miller just signed a huge deal, six years, and he's, what, 33? So six-year deal with the Bills, which is terrible news for the Patriots. Um, you've got the Raiders kind of loading up Chand- Chandler Jones and poaching talent from the Patriots as well. I know this is all Patriots skewed, but it has been a lot of, you know, Patriot kind of related stuff going on. Um, you have... What else are some big moves? The AFC West still continuing to bolster. The Jaguars making a ton of moves. Cam, you've got a new quarterback. Um, so just want to get your guys' thoughts on any free agency moves that you are impressed with that you're thinking about. Um, yeah, and then I'll, I'll kind of go after we do that. I'll go over the list of who's left out there. Uh, go ahead, Cam. You can talk about Tyrod coming to the Big Blue. You can talk about anything you want here with free agency. Yeah, I'll start with Tyrod. So, I actually love this signing. We were big on Mitch, and he was going to get overpaid. And he's pretty much, I mean, maybe a little bit better than Daniel Jones, just speaking of his history. But I'm very glad that we didn't do that, uh, didn't waste any money on it. We actually uh, got Sterling Shepard back. We got Blake Martinez back, and we negotiated their contracts to free up cap space. And then Tyrod for, I think, $17 million for two years is the max, which Tyrod has started a lot of games. He gets injured a lot, but he's also won a lot. So I love that. Um, in terms of other free agent news, the AFC West is ridiculous right now. Um, the Khalil Mack signing and then J.C. Jackson also going to the Chargers. If they don't make the playoffs this year, they need to fire everybody, every single 
every single coach. Um, and then the Broncos just signed somebody else in there. I don't think any big names went to the Broncos other than Wilson. Yeah, maybe not. Uh, Did they get the a running back? No. What did you say? Did they get a running back? No. The Raiders just got Chandler Jones in the AFC West. Honestly, right now, the only team that's not making moves over there is the Chiefs. And they're losing Tyron Matthew. Cap trouble, Dylan. Dylan. Cap trouble. <laughs> I was just going to say, Dylan brought this up two years ago that they're going to be in cap trouble in the future, and it's starting to show a little bit. Tyron Matthew, I'm pretty sure, is officially not going to be on the Chiefs. Um, so, I don't know. That division's crazy. Carson Wentz to the Commanders is very underwhelming. I, I think they could have done something else. The Colts having their, I think, six with a different starting quarterback. I don't know who they're going to get at this point. I would think it'd be Jimmy, but I don't know. I love free agency right now. I know you don't as a Pats fan because <laughs> they're not doing anything, but uh, we'll get to that too. Uh, Dill, any free agency stuff you're thinking? Anything you, that's going through your head with these signings or trades or anything? Um. I'm not too too well versed in you know in all the all the stuff in the past couple of days have been pretty busy, but um, the one thing that ha- kind of has me as a head scratcher was the uh, uh, Carson Wentz signing. Um, I, it, it's kind of a mute point because he's going to the old football commanders, and um, I, I don't see the team doing much of nothing. I think they're a bottom-tier team still, even though I have them winning the division next year or something like that, <laughs> with all my takes. Uh, which, I mean, Wentz to them is definitely, they're definitely better. Um, yeah, are they? I'd almost rather have Heineken. I do like a good Heineken when I'm at the old ball game. So, um, I don't know. That that signing, uh, I mean, it's good for Wentz. I don't, I don't know what the... Um, what the deal was, but I mean that guy rejuvenated his career. They trade. It was a trade, Dill. Um, they traded him. The Colts traded him for a second. So exactly what they traded to get him, they traded for. Okay, that makes even less sense. I feel like that might be why I remember this being weird. Um, yeah, I, I, we've all been saying that he's not the guy. Um, but I mean, have a plan. Yeah, I mean that's kind of that's kind of the thing that I'm thinking with the Patriots is. Um, we're kind of getting a little like, kind of just feel like we're getting defeated because we're not signing anybody. Um, I, I don't think Bill has a plan, nope. uh, and we could talk about that in a little bit mm-hmm. too. But um, you have to have a plan when you're making these types of things. I think last year Bill just was like, "We're going to sign everybody under the sun just so that we're kind of competitive and we can win some games." Um, this year, I think he's he doesn't see the board and see, you know, a five-year plan. That, that's the only way I can understand him not doing anything in the past couple of days. Um, so maybe there's something else coming up that I, that I just don't see, but um, all the other signings seem to be reasonable. Uh, quarterbacks going to teams that need them. Um, the Chargers trying to stack up even more. 
Uh, like Cam said, if they don't make the playoffs, um, you know, fire everybody. And that's what we said too about the Chargers was that they need some sort of. I, I know J.C. Jackson's not a veteran, but we said they need veteran presence on the defense. But any sort of good defense will, will help that team. So um, that's definitely a good pickup for them. Tucker, your thoughts on free agent signings? Anything stand out to you? Um, you said Vaughn Miller was signed to a six-year deal. Yep. How much money? Uh, hundred forty. That's a stupid contract. Oh, I don't know though. You don't know if it's stupid, or don't know if it's hundred forty. I, I don't know if it's stupid. I'd rather have yeah, Freddie Freeman. How many defensive ends made it to 39 years old? He was good last year. He was not bad last year. Okay, but like people are already talking about him regressing right now. Okay, maybe not. It's a, it's 51.5 guaranteed, including 45 million guaranteed. Um, that's his guaranteed. Hold on. I was about to say, like that'd be very no wide receiver in the NFL makes that amount of money. That would be a Absurd amount of money for an outside It's still linebacker. a lot. It's like 23 a year. One, yeah, one like, for six. Yeah, that's the high. He'd be the highest paid wide receiver in the NFL at that amount. I can't seem to find the full contract, but I have 51.5 guaranteed, 34 million, or no, 45 million fully guaranteed at signing. So I can't. Yeah, I don't think that's a good contract at all. I think that's beneficial. I wouldn't sign him for that I just, much. I just sent it in the chat, too. I don't know if you saw that. In the text message chain? Yes, 70 million guaranteed. That's his previous, previous one, 70 million. Okay, six years. Yeah, so they signed him for, on his... 27 to 33, they signed him for $70 million. From 33 to 39, they're selling, buying him for $55 million. It's a bunch of, that's, it's a bunch of cap accounting. So what that tweet's saying is it's basically a three year deal with that, with 51 guaranteed. It's 45 fully guaranteed, but 51 guaranteed. I'm on, I'm on Tucker's side, honestly. That's a bad contract. You don't see many six year deals. And the NFL, if you do, is probably a quarterback. A guy coming off of his rookie deal. And he's, yeah, and he's probably not 33 years old. So, I don't know. The Bills are going all in, and they think Von Miller's the answer. Maybe he is. Is he going to be the first person to ever win a Super Bowl with three teams? Has that ever happened? I don't know. It, probably not, considering there's no, like, I think Brady's, Brady's got, what, seven? The next close guy has, like, five or something like that, maybe six? But I think they were with two teams. I don't know. I do not know that. But, yeah, no, I think there's a terrible contract. All right. Well, let's go over the guys that are still left. Um, one that released, were out released recently, the most recently, I'd say, that's a big name, is Julio Jones. He's out there now. Tyron Matthew. Teron Armstead. Did he get signed? I don't think so. Allen Robinson. Bobby Wagner. Stephon Gilmore. Odell Beckham. J.C. Treader. Akeem Hicks, Casey Hayward, Jadavion Clowney. Did Calais Campbell sign? I didn't see him sign. No. Um, so there are some big names left out there. There's, there's still, you know, we're still going on with free agency. Um, anybody got anything to say about any of those guys I just listed? I, I'll talk, but um, yeah, I mean, I think a lot of these guys, I think 
for Stephon Gilmore. Stephon Gilmore is going to go to a no-name team that's going to pay him the most money. Yep. Like, I think that's Most just, of these guys are going to do that. Gilmore is very clear. He just he wants money. But you know what? Like going to the end of your career, why wouldn't you? Like you're like, look, like I've done it all. I've won a championship. I've done all that. Why wouldn't you just be like, hey, let's get some money before I retire and never work again? I don't blame him at all for it. But I think he's going to be in for the money. Calais Campbell, you know, end of his career. This is probably his last contract. He's going into a lot of these guys are the older guys in the league. You don't have that many young guns. Um, the one that I'm most excited for is uh, Alan Robinson because he had a terrible year this year, but he can still make a huge impact on a team. I'd love to see him with the Patriots. I don't really know if his problems this year was Matt Nagy based or his him based, but I'd imagine Matt Nagy based. Um, I mean, he's so never had a quarterback. If I was to take a risk on anyone, it'd be him or Odell. Yeah, he's never had anyone. But Odell is coming off a torn ACL, so we have to remember that. I'd rather have Allen Robinson because he's not coming off ter- t- torn ACL, and he put up some crazy numbers with no quarterbacks. He had Mr. Trubisky. Um, no, he had Mr. Trubisky. Okay, yeah, and then the Jaguars, like Bortles. quarterback, Mr. Trubisky. Watch your fucking mouth. Okay, still, he had mediocre quarterbacks that haven't done much. Okay. Um, I'm sorry. Pro Bowl, MVP, not good enough for you? Uh, one, the contracts that were going crazy were like the Christian Kirk and the, and the uh, DJ Chark contracts. Those seemed like vast overpayments. See, so that's why I'm nervous about getting someone like Allen Robinson because Allen Robinson seems Christian Kirk make that money. He did want Christian Kirk money. Yeah. Cam, you got something? Yeah, I just read that Bobby Wagner is plus 200 to go to the Patriots. Um, I, I can see it, to be honest. I think that the Ravens were, I think the Ravens were kind of the top spot for him, just based on what I was seeing, but they just signed the Packers guy. So, I could see Bobby Wagner going to the Patriots, just being that presence on the defense. Um, Matt, shout out Matthew Judon, the ultimate poor recruiter. The on, poor on guy. Twitter. Oh, yeah. I've been seeing that. Um, Alan Robinson, what do you think about this? Steelers are getting rid of Juju. What if Alan goes to the Steelers to be back with his boys? Tucker would love it. I'd, I'd be okay with that. Well, you bring up the Patriots, and I asked for five or so minutes to just go on a bit of a rant because I am having a mental breakdown over the Patriots. I am incensed at the Patriots. So here's my thought process. The New England Patriots last year spent more money in free agency than anyone ever, which was good, I think. Did they overpay for some guys? Maybe Miss, Nelson Aguilar, Jonu Smith, maybe overpaid for Matt Judon and Hunter Henry. Jayla Mills, like, maybe. Maybe that's true. But at least you were bringing in guys to fill holes on your roster. Patriots have, do not have one elite player on, the, on their team. They haven't since Brady left. And so they go into last year with all these new faces and a rookie quarterback, and they actually build momentum. They become a decent team. They make it to the playoffs. Sure, they get trounced, but they build momentum based off a 7-9 and nine terrible year. 
Then we get to this offseason, and they are doing absolutely nothing. And it is insane to me. Since free agency started, they've done nothing but lose players. They've lost Ted Karras, Shaq Mason, and Trent Brown's on his way out. That's three members of your O-line. Karras wasn't a starter, but he ended up playing a lot of games with injury, so he's a decent player that you can have on your team. They lost those three guys. They lost Jakob Johnson, their fullback. This is a running football team. How the hell are you going to run the football with no offensive line? All that they've done is sign these ancient retreads who are going to listen to whatever Bill says and not put up any sort of fight, a.k.a. Devin McCourty, who I think is who I love, but I don't think is the same player he was. James White, who is a good player, who's coming off a devastating hip injury at age 30. And Matt Slater, who is on the field five plays a game. Very good at what he does, but getting older. That is all they've done. And I'll tell you why they're doing it. They're doing it because they have no coaching staff. They need these guys to help coach up the team. They also brought back Brian Hoyer. There's a report out that Brian Hoyer is going to be teaching Joe Judge the offense. Oh, not just Brian Hoyer and Mac Jones. So the rookie is going to be teaching the coach the offense. That is pathetic. That is terrible. It's because Bill doesn't want to actually pay anybody. It's because he wants to give his friends and his buddies' kids and his kids' buddies jobs. Basically, Steve Belichick is running the team down there because Bill won't fire any of the guys. One of the guys they brought back, James Ferentz, they've got him back for a cheap deal. He's an old lineman. I'm okay with the deal. They brought him back because he's buddies with with, um, Steve Belichick. So to me, this is insane. They have done such a poor job in talent scouting and drafting that they have not signed a player that they have drafted in the first or second round back to a second contract since Dante Hightower in 2012. Every other player that they've drafted in the first two rounds has either walked or is on their rookie contract right now. It's preposterous. I don't understand why you're 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 making you're you're spending all this money one year and then you decide, just kidding, let's pull back on the reins and get worse. They are actively worse right now than they were at this point last year. They're not even in on any of these guys. There were some rumors about uh, Chandler Jones. Matt Judon was openly recruiting him. Turns out the Patriots didn't even call him. And then I've got another kicker for you. You think they're they're trading their best lineman on the team, Shaq Mason, their best player, according to Pro Football Focus. They're trading him away to free up cap. Guess what? He's His trade won't be official until he has his physical with the Buccaneers. Guess what he's doing right now? He's on a cruise for a week. So until he gets back from the cruise, that trade will not become official. They will not free any cap. This is a unmitigated disaster. Do they have time to fix it? Yes, I gave you the names of all the players left on the board. They can obviously sign one of those guys and and you know make their team better. But even if they do that, there's not that much they can do to fix the line right now. They can't draft. They're not signing wide receivers. We're taking steps backwards. And the whole point of having a quarterback on a rookie deal is to go out and spend money. Bill had said in the past, oh, we were limited by the cap because of how much we were paying guys like the quarterback. Now they don't have that limitation and they're still not doing anything. It's maddening to me. And I'll tell you what, this might be my ways to take next week, but I'm going to leak it now. If they have a losing season next year, it's time to start looking at Bill Belichick's future. It's time to move on. Because he did that already. I, but this time I said if they don't make the playoffs in the next two years, I'm saying. Or 
worst take of the year last time you had this take. I'm saying that if they have a losing season after this offseason where they've added no coaches and no players, it's time to let him go. He can't be a GM. He doesn't know how to do it anymore. He can't draft. He's missing on free agents. He's not even bothering with free agents. They skipped half the combine. They skipped the senior bowl. And today, when he's actually supposed to be in his office doing work, he's at the Georgia Pro Day instead. So he's very selective in what he does. I'm glad he's at the pro days, but why do it today and not go to any of the other pro days? Why aren't you in the office making moves? I am almost, I am this close. I'm losing my because mind. Because he's going to send Kobe Dean in the first round out of Georgia. I told you that already. No, why you didn't. Would, you told me Devin Lloyd. Together. No. Why oh, Devin Lloyd, sorry. De well, if they do, okay, then what are they going to do at receiver? Because they have nobody there. What are they going to do no, at no, offensive so line? Cam, Cam, Cam. So let me. T uh, so I'm going to ask a question to Cam out of this. So Cam, how many uh, first and second round picks do you think the Giants re-signed after their first contract since 2012? Let's say half of them, okay? So we're on par with the Giants. We're happy about that. No, no, Cam, Cam. So let's say half of them, right? Maybe. Now, if I could say, okay, you can either sign 10 of your guys to second contracts, or you can win three Super Bowls in that 10-year span, which would you prefer? Well. Can I, can I, can I, can I say something? Because I, I wasn't oh, done with my yeah, rant yet. Yeah, you would. Because anyone would fucking prefer that. And guess what? He did what was best for the team. And straight in the last 10 years since that stat was made, they won 30% of all Super Bowls. I wasn't, so shut up. I wasn't done with my rant yet. Yes. Yes, they won. Oh, who's after Tom Brady? Fucking Bill Belichick, you idiot. Lucky. He's a lucky pick. No, but no, anybody could have made oh, that pick. Oh, lucky pick. It's so funny how, like, when he does something right, it's lucky. And when he does something wrong, it's because he doesn't know what he's doing. How is that? How does that happen, Trey? How does this happen? If Every you actually argue is, that he has no idea what he's doing, if you actually generational talent, it's because he got lucky. If you, you actually quarterback of all time, luck. If you great, drafted Rob Gronkowski, greatest tight end of all great time. Pick. No, 100 percent on Bill. Great pick. I'm sure that was luck. Don't Didn't sign him to a second contract. Jimmy Collins was probably luck. Like Didn't sign him to a second contract. Is all fucking luck, but everyone's bad is because he doesn't know what the fuck he's doing. It's bullshit. It's absolute bullshit. You pick and choose. You're a cherry picker. Shame on you. Okay, if you actually think God, that he, saw, he knew that. Tom no, Brady, if you he's knew, if you think he actually knew that Tom Brady was gonna be what he was when he picked it, that's insane. Because that's not I think true. That he drafted, and I what think is thirty-one other teams had the opportunity to draft for? You're Tom Brady multiple times. Yeah. All of them said no. Bill Belichick, who had a franchise QB, drafted Tom Brady, and you say it's all luck. But yep. if the Chargers yep. drafted Tom Brady in that, it would have been all luck. There, it would have been wow. Great no, it would have been all luck. Time. What a smart guy. Oh, but Bill Belichick did it all luck. Oh, and not to mention, Bill Belichick chose Tom Brady over bringing back Drew Bledsoe. Good Drew move. Bledsoe that that was, I'm sure that's good move too. No, that was a, no, bullshit, no, that was that was a great move. Bullshit, and you're a cherry picker that picks and chooses information because you're a you're just a negative person. You're a can I finish my you're argument? The worst in your team, twenty four seven. I'm attacking you. I'm attacking you now. It's bullshit. Can I finish my argument? So no, you're you're a hundred percent right that they won these Super Bowls, and yeah, and they were able to operate this way 
because they had Tom Brady. Tom Brady was it. There is no Patriot way. Nothing matters. It was all fake. It was all Tom Brady the whole time. It was. It was so, it's so obvious now. I can't believe I didn't believe it. The only reason they won with trash teams like they had was because they had Tom Brady. That's the only reason. Aaron Rodgers, in every single statistic, has been better than Tom Brady throughout his career. Has one Super Bowl. Pat Mahomes, incredible quarterback. Better every year. Won one Super Bowl. Tom Brady's won seven. But no, it's not because of Bill Belichick. It's just because Tom Brady's different. Three of them were Bill Belichick. Three of them were Bill Belichick. If if Tom Brady was with Mike McCarthy, you think he'd have seven Super Bowls? You ignorant slut. He'd have four. He'd have four. No, he'd have have one Super Bowl, and we'd all be talking about Aaron Rodgers is a goat, and it would be annoying as shit. He'd have four. Um, Cameron Dillon, do you want to get in on this? No comment from anybody? Um, so, Tom Brady, yeah? Cam, anything? No, I have, I have nothing to add on to that. You guys had, had your moment. All right. Um, let's move on. I, I That's the second time I've given that rant today. The first time was more profanity-laden, so... Um. Yeah. Must. That's gonna be a must listen. We might have to tag that on Twitter. Tucker and I just scream at each <laughs> other for for five minutes. Um. All right. MLB turns out not canceled. Is back. We jumped right into free agency. They had this stupid waiting period where teams didn't want to come out and actually make moves because they pretend like we don't know that they were talking to these guys the whole time they were locked out. But we got MLB free agency. Chris Bryant got paid two hundred million dollars for absolutely no reason. Um. The Yankees GM or or owner or somebody came out and said it's been a tough couple of years for us financially. So the Yankees have officially dropped into poverty franchise mode. They are poor. They are poor. They are poor. The Red Sox on Freddie Freeman, we covered that. Um, what else? Rizzo back to the Yankees. I'm trying to think of the other big signings. I don't like Matt Olson, eight years to uh, the Braves. Yep. One $138 million or something like that. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Hey, I guarantee all three of you have never heard of them. I, I have not heard of them. So, um, yeah, but baseball is back. Dylan, go ahead, jump right in. Baseball back, full season, and uh, any free agency you're you're watching, other than free, Freeman, which we covered. Uh, free agency, not so much because it's been that early. I mean, there's been a few trades over the past couple of days. Um, I think... Uh, uh, the biggest thing this year, uh, obviously, will be how the National League introduces the DH. Um, so I'm, I'm expecting a lot of moves by National League. Actually, I guess by both leagues in general, because there's a free position now for uh, an extra hitter on half of the teams. Um, so I think there's going to be some movement there. Um, I think in the next couple of weeks, we're going to see a lot more stuff happening. Um, I'm just amazed by the amount of money that's been floating around already. I mean, the Matt Olson deal. Um, let me look it up real quick. Um, this guy uh, is on the athletics, um, and his current salary is $0.5 million, $500,000. And he just signed a... Um, Eight-year, 
Uh, where's the number? Come on, give it to me. Uh, 168 million extension Tuesday. Yeah. So that's a lot of money. Um, this is a guy who hits fly, who hits fly balls, um, strikes out nine times out of 10. He's a lefty, cannot hit against lefties and just hits absolute tanks in Oakland. So people are figuring he's going to hit a lot better Oaks down in, or <laughs> down in, uh, uh, Atlanta. So, um, I understand the desire, but the other thing about baseball now, which is good for Matt Olson, um, is the MLB is banning the ship. Banning the, the infield ship. Um, like I said, actually, no, I don't like that ago, one. I don't like that one. Like I said last week, I think. Learn to hit off ago, which I guess we forgot at the beginning of the show. Winner me. The MLB just needs to make changes now. If there's any better time to do it, just make a bunch of t- changes now. Um, one MVP. So one, M- one, one MVP coming next. They change the DH, change the ship, um, which I think is good for players. So it'll, it won't rely. So you know, everybody uh, complains about the uh, strikeout or hit a home run rule. Well, they. With the ship being banned, it'll allow hitters to hit the ball on the ground more. I think it'll um, spread the game out a little bit. We won't see as many strikeouts, and we won't see um, just home run strikeout games anymore. I th- I don't like banning the ship because I think you should learn to hit opposite field if you're a professional athlete. One thing that I want to talk, just, just mention, not even talk about, is Kyle Schwarber to the Phillies. I'm sad to see him go. I won't be sad. As long as uh, as long as we get Freeman, um, but I will say that last year, you guys know I was out on the Red Sox. I was very upset with them, and then they kind of had a magical run. It was on the beginnings of being magical. It kind of felt like one of those championship teams with a guy like Schwarber who had an absolute tank um, in the yep. right field in the playoffs. Um, he was pretty good for us. Now, he wasn't very good in the field, but he was a pretty good hitter for us in the short time he was here. So I'm sad to see him go. Wish him the best. Uh, Cam, that Yankees comment, poverty franchise. You said something to me great on the phone earlier about it today. Uh, what do you think about your team being out of money? I think it's kind of humbling. Sorry, I got food in my mouth. Um, we've always been, we've always been the guys that kind of uh, overspend or just try to get the best guys every single year. And this year, we traded away. Uh, Gio and Gary Sanchez. Who stinks, or, by the way. Gary Sanchez is bad. You should be happy yeah, with that. Yeah, I'm totally fine with that. Um, I like talking anyway. But we got Donaldson, who I don't know too much about. Know, know his name. Good good for me. And then we re- signed uh, Rizzo. So I think the Yankees are, are in good shape. Do you want a quick um, history lesson on Josh Donaldson? No, it's okay. Okay, uh, so real quick. Um, Josh Donaldson uh, was on Toronto uh, when Jose Bautista was on the team. Uh, remember him? He's the guy with the crazy bat. He follows me on Twitter, and, or he used to. Um, and so Bautista was a terrible player. He hit like 200, had like one home run in his career. Josh Donaldson comes up with Toronto, teaches everybody on the team about uh, certain swing mechanics 
And then the team starts hitting the most home runs out of anybody in the league, supposedly without steroids. And uh, Bautista becomes the like home run champion of a year or something. He was like insane for a couple of years in Toronto. Um, Josh Donaldson single-handedly changed the way um, people swing, the hit mechanics of hitting home runs uh, consistently in the current dynamic of baseball. That might change now because of the shift, but um, it was literally Josh um, Donaldson who uh, like All right. changed that. Tucker, any Perfect. thoughts? I love him. Oh, go ahead. Um, the shift is stupid. Okay, I'm sorry to cut I you off. I hate the shift. I hate everything about the shift. Um, but glad baseball's back. That's about it. No free agent thoughts? Uh, I don't know much about what happened. I know Chris Bryant's gone. I mean, it's guys just because he's handsome, right? Like, do you think Chris Bryant's Chris Bryant if he was ugly? He's pretty. He was pretty good in the early part of his career. Yeah, but do you think he's Chris? Do you think he gets this contract after a bad year if he's ugly? He's the Jimmy G factor. I mean, he's pretty good. It is a Jimmy G factor. Like, I genuinely believe it. One more um, one I want to touch on is the Japanese kid Suzuki, who's like the next guy to come out of Japan that everybody pines over. We had it with Dice K. We had it with. Um, Otani, he's okay. Japanese, right? Yeah. Um, was linked to the Red Sox. Didn't go there. He's going Padres. to, no, he's not going to the Padres. He originally, oh, really? he originally was, hold on. Let me look him up. Um, I heard it was Padres. It was Padres. Then he came out and said, it's not, um, it is Cubs. He's going to Cubbies. So that'll be interesting, but. Uh, Dylan, you got anything else? Um, I've got to put myself as a winner also because I had a waste to take a few weeks back that the MLB was going to uh, need to expand the playoff teams, and that is exactly what's happening. We talked now. about this well, last week. Playoff teams. We talked about that last week, didn't we? Oh no, we didn't. No, that's that's part of the new. Yeah, the new CBA. Yeah. So winner me again with that one. Um, yeah, the Suzuki guy, here's the thing about the Japanese players. Obviously, there's good players all around the world. Um, there's a certain aura of hype that happens um, around, like, a, a Japanese guy. It's like it's like an unknown territory. It's like, oh, we got a Japanese guy coming in, a young kid. He must be the next, you know, uh, Godzilla, as Cam knows, with uh, Hideki Matsui. So... Um, I, I don't know anything about him, but it just seems every year or so we have a new Japanese guy. So, I mean, I, I wish him the best, but, um, I think people get a little bit too hyped over it. Maybe, um, the Sox were in on him, but, uh, fell through because they didn't like what they saw or something. So I don't know. I, um, I believe in the Sox, uh, being, uh, a good recruiters because they have been for years and years. So, um, potentially a, a good pass for them, I guess, but we'll see. All right. Well, uh, March Madness has officially begun at this point, right? There are games being played. Um, yep. so let's, we would first like to announce on the pod, we released it on Twitter. There is a waste to takes listeners bracket. So if you want the chance to guest host an episode, won't it be over once we, uh, 
Uh, it's a good point. Well, if you saw it on Twitter and you're in and you win, you will have the chance to guest host an episode. So good luck to everybody that submitted. We appreciate the uh, the input. We also have a bringing back a great segment from last year, which is each host and their girlfriend slash mother for Tucker will be submitting a bracket. This is mean. Well, your mom won it last year. Your mom won it last year. Uh, but like, I'm just saying, when all of you didn't have girlfriends, and I did, I don't remember any of me, any of this stuff happening. <laughs> I, you know how embarrassing that phone call was? I'm pretty again? sure Cam and Dylan were both. I didn't this year. So, hey, Mom, I still don't have a girlfriend, so you got to do the bracket again. She goes, I'm happy to do it, but that's kind of sad. <laughs> that's Yeah, that's that's tough. But I'm pretty sure uh, Lindsay and Linnea were around when we started the podcast. Um, so... We're going to go into it. That bracket, that specific one, the one where we have our girlfriends and Aunt Jackie in, uh, I want your final four and your championship. Um, For my final four, I am going with Duke, Kentucky, and the other game, Arizona, and my sleeper team from last week, LSU, in the final four. The championship game, I am going to take Duke over Arizona. 78 to 73. Cameron? Well, following my footsteps, I see. I love it. Um, yeah, so for this one, I ha- also have Duke from Kentucky. Um, and then my other game, I have Villanova and Kansas. My championship is going to be Duke over Kansas. I said the script is written. And Coach Hayes is going to go out a winner. Duke University. Cam, uh, Dylan, what are your final four? Um, I got to grab it here real quick. One second. Tucker, you have yours? Nope. Okay, we'll wait. We shall wait. My phone is wor- working real slow. We're only at an hour 17, so it's not like last week. I think we were like an hour 45, hour 50. My phone's about to die. I'm making a bracket as we speak, and I've decided this bracket's going to be the one. All right, my final four, I got... Oof, I'm a loser. I got Gonzaga, Purdue, Arizona, and Kansas. And I have Gonzaga win. And I had them winning last year, and they got bounced early. Um, They are the favorite to win. A lot of people picking them. Um, I have them winning this year simply because I had them last year because I would kill myself if I had them last year and then not this year. I gotta stay, stay on the, on the tracks and go Gonzaga again this year. No Duke University for you. Dylan. No Duke University. Uh, Tucker, have you finished your bracket? Yep. Uh, well, kind of. Um, I have my final four is Gonzaga, Kentucky, Arizona, and Iowa. And I have Iowa winning the national championship. I mean, no, Arizona winning the national championship. All right, two Dukes in Arizona and a Gonzaga. Um, we're sorry we didn't cover much March Madness, but obviously with the baseball and football news going on, we had to cover that. Next week, we will probably be fully March Madnessed out. Uh, maybe a few NFL, MLB things in there as well. 
But um, maybe we could try to get Bailey on in the next couple weeks. I think that'd be a good idea. Um, but other than that, like I said, skipping list, guys, going right into our movie. Our movie this week was Ratatouille. Who watched it? I did. I did. I finished up right before the episode. I did. Oh, yeah. Four out of four. Uh, all right, Tucker, your score. I'll go last. It was my movie. I actually really enjoyed this one. Um, you know, like the whole restaurant aspect of it, like getting into restaurants, especially with like 101 being a different type of restaurant where you kind of get that like soon exact and all like the different roles that like you see in this type of kitchen that you see in Ratatouille. It was just fun seeing like the parallels, how they do everything. Like the restaurant side of it was really fun for me just seeing how like it compares like a real kitchen how it runs and like i think the biggest thing was like all the characters in the kitchen like everyone kind of i don't know i i really enjoy this movie honestly i enjoy it a lot more now than i think i did whenever i originally watched it so i'm gonna give it a 7.8 high praise from tucker dylan um yeah like i said i just watched it um Right before we started, I've seen this movie a ton of times. This is probably one of my most watched Disney movies, uh, Disney Pixar movies. I don't know, since I was like older, you know, enough to where I'm not like a kid anymore. You know, I feel like there's this certain uh, cutoff of like Disney movies where I was like, I'm not a kid anymore, but this is still Disney. So I kind of want to watch it. Um, uh, on that note, I think after that, all the, like after Ratatouille, that was like, like anything after that's like just not as exciting, I guess, for me anymore. Um, but this movie is great. I've always liked it. Um, Remy as a character is, is, is great. I like the dynamic with the, uh, uh, with him being the main character, but also having obviously Linguini, um, Trey, you remind me of Linguini a little bit. Thank you. Uh, he also kind of he also kind of looks like Portnoy um, <laughs> a little bit with the giant nose. No pun intended. Um, but the one thing when I was watching this movie is I kind of feel bad for the head chef. I kind of feel bad for uh, what's his face Skinner. That that yeah that gets uh, kind of out because you know he's just he's just trying to build a business. He's got the Gusto brand. He's trying to live off. Uh, you know, make a living out of, and he's uh, one month away from owning it until friggin' Linguini shows up with a stupid rat. He has no skills at all, just steals the restaurant and the brand from underneath him. Kind of feel bad for the guy. Uh, not, not, uh, not to hate on the movie, but as a movie itself, it's great. I love it. Um, always will. I will give it a 7 8. Great 7 8s. Uh, Cameron. Yeah, I love this movie. Um, is it? It's Pixar. Yeah, it's Pixar. Disney Pixar. Yeah, yeah. Um, one of my one of my favorite Pixar movies. You got Toy Story, Monsters Inc. Uh, a couple top ones, but Ratatouille is just like makes you think. How did they come up with this idea? And I think it's just it's very well made. Um. I've seen this movie probably five, ten times, and never gets old. Um, never had Ratatouille, 
personally don't think I would like it. <laughs> Me neither. <laughs> but, I, I definitely yeah, wouldn't I like just, it. I don't even know what yeah. it is. The guy eats it. I looked it up at the end. It is just like all vegetables. Tomato, squash. Yeah, I don't like zucchini. So. Yeah, not for me. But, um, yeah, it's just, it's crazy that they come up with this idea for a movie and it just does so well. They made it very, uh, I don't know. It, it's a great movie. It's a classic Pixar one. I'm going to give it, I'm going to go 7 5. All right. Um, yeah, I, I enjoyed it. I expected to enjoy it more. Um, to Cam's point, I remember as a kid really wanting to try the soup, the first soup they make. I was like, that soup looks good. I'm a big soup fan. So um, I was into the soup. But I think, yeah, it's a great idea. I, th- I thought, I noticed this time watching it that the animation on the rats was pretty damn good. They must have studied rats for a while when they were animating it because it looked you know, outside of him walking around like a human, it, when they were walking around, it kind of, it, you know, they really did look like how rats move. Um, so I enjoy it. One thing, one qualm I have is kind of similar to the vein in, in Encanto. The hair thing, how his hair pulls his arms never made sense to me. And it's not explained. And at least in Canto, it's magic. So you'd be like, oh, it's just magic. Like, obviously here, it's not explained at all. It's just kind of like, oh, yep, you can control his entire hand. And he has to do these minute movement movements. How is he controlling the fingers versus the hands? Uh, something just, uh, I know it's a kid's movie and it's a movie, so I shouldn't read too much into it. But there's literally no explanation for it. I thought it dragged a little in the middle. Um, and to Dylan's point, Skinner was hiding the, the will from him. So he was the bad guy. But I did enjoy it. I'm going to go with a flat seven. I'll give it a seven. Um, good movie, not my favorite Pixar movie, but, um, I did enjoy it. So that brings us to a seven, five, even that's already beating Encanto, which must be just a trash movie because it's last on our list. So good pick Tucker. Um, <laughs> all right, Dylan. I won't say even me. I think Batman. I oh, think Cam. Batman. Good pick, Cam. Um, Dylan, your pick, your movie time. All right. And, uh, so we just watched a movie that's, I wouldn't say from my childhood, but it's, it's, uh, an older one. Um, it's definitely younger. Um, in the honor of March Madness and bringing it back to when I was younger, we're going with a movie I haven't watched in forever. Uh, we're going Little Bow Wow. Oh, let's go. Like, I love it. Like Mike is the movie this week. Uh, let's get after I've it. I've been looking for an know, excuse to watch that. I don't know where we're going to find it. I think it's on Disney Plus. If it's on Disney Plus, that's huge because I don't have to pay for it. But I am i haven't watched this movie forever. I used to love it. My favorite scene is when they're playing, like, GameCube. They're playing, like, NASCAR GameCube. I don't know why. Just that one sticks in my head because I was a kid when I was watching it. I love video games as a kid. It's like, ah, oh, love that scene. Um... So, like Mike, let's get after it. All right, like Mike it is. I'm just quickly checking, because I saw it somewhere. I was looking for an excuse to watch it, um, and I hadn't found one. I was like, I'm going to watch this one day. Now I'm going to be forced to watch it. Um, All right, well, this is taking too long for me. So, um, all right, that's Wasted Takes, episode 151, or 115. Jesus. 
115. Check us out on our socials. Join our brackets. I know you probably can't at this point, but if you did, thank you. Um, Yeah, thanks for getting wasted with us, and we will see you next week. See you. Bye.